Welcome to EIS Connect, a podcast from EIS dedicated to connecting the people we serve. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the EIS Connect podcast. I'm Paul Curry, Product Manager with EIS, and today we have a couple of very special guests, Nina Bleicher and Henry Salgado with Desco Industries. Nina is the sales manager for the Menda and Tronics brands of Desco Industries, and Henry is a sales manager for the SCS brand. Henry and Nina are partnering with EIS to host two upcoming webinars on Wednesday, June 16th, one for Mexico and one for the U.S. The first session for attendees in Mexico starts at 10 a.m. Pacific, and the second session for attendees in the U.S. starts at 1 p.m. Pacific. So Nina, Henry, welcome to EIS Podcast, and thanks for joining. Uh, How are you guys doing today? We're doing well. Thanks so much for having us, Paul. We appreciate the opportunity to be here with you. Yeah, great. It's beautiful, beautiful, sunny morning. We're doing fantastic. So everything is good. Thank you for asking. Thanks for having us, Paul. You bet. So, uh, Nina, you and Henry are presenting separate topics on this Mm -hmm. webinar. Nina, what's the topic of your session and, and kind of the format? Yes. So I work in the Mendo division. Henry and I both work for Desco Industries Brands. Henry's with SCS and I'm with Menda. And Menda really focuses on workbench accessories. So what we'll be talking about in the webinar is really how to help your customers get organized on the workbench and how that can really benefit overall productivity. So there are a lot of benefits that can come out of that. And we really dig into some of the details and talk a little bit about what is very common. What are common things that we see that are really easy fixes and tweaks that your customers can do that will have a huge impact on the quality of work that's produced and just the the flow of production and productivity. Mm-hmm. Now, and Henry, yours is event detection utilizing SMPs. So we'll start with you. SCS is obviously all about static control. Yes, sir. But, you know, SMP specifically, for, for those that are unfamiliar, what does SMP stand for and what's classified in this event? What's an event? Uh, well, <clears throat> great question, Paul. Um, this, this is next level stuff. This is, uh, this is taking an ESD control program to the next level. So uh, SMP stands for Static Management Program. And what an event is, is an event is actually an electric charge at rest okay so when so just take for example when you're walking across the floor and your carpet at home and you go to open the the front door when you touch that knob right you you feel a zap you feel a shock right well that's exactly what an event is so when you're working on a workstation and we'll get we'll get into this a little more during our webinar um when when you're sitting at a workbench and you're not grounded you don't have your wrist strap on and you don't you're not you're not using proper ESD precautions and you touch a board you can zap that board just like you zap your finger on that doorknob which can cause that component that you're working on to basically die uh, and it'll yeah. damage it to the point where it's not working anymore. So what what SMP is, is the, our static management program works off of software. So you have a real time thousand foot aerial view of your ESD program, whether it's uh, an, uh, uh, an ESD coordinator that's working from uh, from the East Coast and he needs to see what's going on in his West Coast factory. He has all of that at the touch of his fingertips. So it's an actual program 
that monitors your ESD control program off of software. It's pretty next level stuff. Wow. I've always thought of, of ESD like a lot of processes where it's a chain, right? So the, the weakest link in your chain is basically where, you know, you may not know it's there, but it is. And any exactly. chain doesn't hold up to a weak link, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, you know, in the world that we live in, I mean, we just went through a, a year like no other, uh, as everybody can agree on. So with a lot of the ESD coordinators uh, working remote, I, I have uh, several that Nina and I work with that we've been talking to that, are, that haven't even been into a plant for a year. So how mm. difficult is it for them to manage their process and their products from home? And this is, this is a product, this is a, 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 basically a, a system that allows them to do that from working from home to still be able to have that thousand foot aerial view of their ESD process. What are like a couple examples that did you find, you know, really kind of common examples where customers uh, ha have problems, right? I mean, you're saying like, oh, that, that's pretty typical, right? What are what are a couple examples you can think of that? Well, that are well, common? well, you know, we we have right now we're seeing a big boom in the medical device manufacturing world. Right. Obviously, there's a lot going on in the world. So medical is, is really booming right now. So one of the things we see a lot is in, in a medical contract manufacturer, for example, they use a lot of uh, clear poly bags and a lot of plastic. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of plastic in the environment. Well, when you're working on, let's just say a, a smart catheter, a catheter that has a small component, you're dealing with a lot of uh, plastic, which plastic is very high charging. So one of the monitors, which is our EM aware in, in the static management program, uh, one of those monitors monitors static uh, voltage in the field. So we, we know at any, at any time on a workbench, what the level of static is. So if there's a lot of static in the environment and they're using a, let's just say a stainless steel, non-ESD uh, tweezer with a latex glove, we see this a lot and they go to touch that small component that they're using for that smart catheter. What does it do? It zaps it. So before right. it even, before we even give them the opportunity to zap that component, once that static field gets to a certain range and the software alerts that ESD coordinator, they can go and shut that down. So we're seeing it's now it's becoming, we're becoming more proactive, helping our customers become more proactive than reactive with this, with this system. Right. Well, and I would so, add to that, Paul, that yeah. it can be big and little things. I mean, it can yeah. be, Henry, tell them the story about the tweezers too. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a kind of small workbench uh, hand tool type item. And you can have these elaborate, wonderful monitoring ESD control programs, but have one little thing sabotaging everything, which yeah. is why you really want to conduct a full ESD survey and get a bird's eye view of everything that's going on where we can identify all the little details. And that's where both SCS and Menda come in and look at everything and can really help identify that. But I want Henry to tell this yeah. story about the tweezer because it's, it's a real story and it's so relatable. It's very common. It's very typical. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we were actually in, in, uh, in, in Juarez, Mexico, and we go into a clean room and, you know, the customer had called us in and we, we were, we were at apex actually. And, and we had met up with one of the customers and they invited us into the facility. We had to put the bunny suits on and, you know, we go in and we do a, a, a EOS ESD assessment as, as Nina was saying. And 
we we noticed right off the bat there's a lot of plastic so this was a medical device manufacturer and we utilize this uh is this product called the emi which is looking for esd events uh, you know we're the only ones that actually have that in our line so we go in and we, we, we notice there's a lot of plastic. So we place the EMI next to the operator and we're looking for any events, anything that any metal that's, that's touching metal to metal contact. That's, that's, you know, making an event over two, 300 volts. That's going to kill this, this component. So we put the EMI next to the operator and sure enough, they're using a stainless steel tweezer and a latex glove. And every time they would move around in their chair, and grab that component every time they would touch that component with that tweezer that emi is just going you know mm. it's going crazy four five six hundred volts that they're inducing onto this component which is you know the the up the engineer told us that that thing is susceptible to esd at 50 volts and we mm. were finding you know four five hundred volts that they were inducing onto that component so like nina said because there's so much static in the area they don't they weren't utilizing ionization which ionization is a key part of an esd control program if you have a lot of plastic in the environment and then the fact that they weren't using that esd safe tweezer um just you're you're they were running through components they were damaging these components so we were able to go in there we installed the static management program and we set threat volts send an alarm to the esd coordinator and have it have it trigger somebody go over there and fix it so it was very, you know, now, like I said earlier, we're being proactive. And like Nina stated, it's something that's so simple as a ESD safe glove and an ESD safe tweezer, which is in the Mendeline, that mm -hmm. could have prevented all of this. But now you add in static management program. We introduced ionization into the environment to kill all of that static voltage that was generating. And now they have a really good static control program, which was a small investment on their part. But it's in the long run, you know, in the course of a year, how much money are they saving by not damaging those components that go into that smart catheter? You know, and you also have to look at the, 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 the quality of life, right? So those, those catheters are going into somebody's body. So that's, it's pretty important right. that they have a really good ESD program because they don't want faulty, you know, catheters going out into the, into the market. So, you know, and, and the same goes for defense, aerospace, those types of things. We're dealing with high-end products here. We want to make sure our customers not only have a good ESD program, but that they can validate it and prove it. So in process right. validation is, is key terms that we use with our customers. So what this does, static management program is a process validation tool. Okay, well, and I think that really highlights the value of bringing us in, bringing in an expert who can really measure and conduct these surveys and help our customers identify those vulnerabilities. Because right. sometimes when you're on that production line and you're managing it and overseeing your ESD program, you can get into that sort of sense of uh, security that you feel like everything's going well, but you really need to be constantly checking that and doing regular testing and ensuring that you're identifying those little vulnerabilities and that someone else can sometimes see that, you know, an expert like us can come in and identify that and document it and put it all together for you and ensure that you have all the data you need to make the changes that are often little changes like this, you know, just a tiny change. On the Menda side, some of the vulnerabilities that we see are 
tape Mm -hmm. on liquid dispensers that can cause an ESD event, plastic water bottles on the workbench. I can't tell you how common that is that I see Mm -hmm. styrofoam cups, plastic water bottles, plastic coffee cups, those kind of items, those can cause an ESD event. So just a very simple thing to change up your liquid containers, you know, to update and just identify all of those little things. And that's what we can really do for our customers is help them kind of pull all of that together and ensure that their, their program and their efforts are super tight and solid and they're, you know, mitigating any potential hazards. Right. And, and in your session, Nina, I'm sure you're going to be talking a little bit about the 5S method. I know everybody's probably familiar with that, but can you just very briefly describe that and, and how that fits into your, your program uh, as far as organization and productivity with using mended products? Yes. So I'm actually certified in 5S and it's a methodology that really is designed to improve organization and productivity. And it can be applied to any kind of work area. It could be even applied to like an accounting area, but it works particularly well in production areas. And it's a methodology that has five key steps to it that result in consolidating everything that's in the area, uh, identifying any broken or unnecessary items, ensuring safety. So it's kind of a process. And the five S's are sort, set in order, shine, standardize, and sustain. And then sometimes there's success, which would be safety. And we're really seeing a lot of companies implementing this program because it's pretty easy to do. And it's so effective in having a huge impact in productivity, safety, reducing errors. I mean, just thinking about just a really basic feeling of how much more productive you can be when things are organized, when all the tools that you have on the workbench function properly, they're being maintained, when everything is clean. That's really what that program is about, is ensuring that that workspace is designed to be efficient. And what also comes out of that is better because you're really trying to, for every workbench that's doing the same thing, ensure that they're implementing the same level and structure of consistency across the board. So what I mean there is that every production worker that's doing the same kind of rework and repair is using the same tools for the same things, that they are repairing the tools in the same cycles, that they know what to do. And you can even go into not just the items that are on the bench, but the actual production process and ensure that everybody knows the rules, the guidelines, when things are supposed to be done, where things are. It's really just a beautiful organizational program that can have an impact in so many different areas. One, you know, one of the very basic ones that I love to highlight to my customers too is imagine when you have one of their customers coming in. So let's say you're a contract manufacturer and you know some big company is coming in and looking at your production area what a difference the impression is going to make if the workbenches are organized, clean, labeled. What are those customers going to take away from your company? That everything that you do has that organizational 
foundation to it, that the quality of what is coming out of there is going to be really good. So not only can you have, you know, high impact results from implementing just basic organization and productivity, but it can even extend to the kind of customers that you can attract, the kind of business that you can create for your company. So it's just really far reaching and can can really work well in any area of your company as well. Well, good. Well, uh, we're definitely looking forward to learning more on the webinars uh, on June 16th. And um, to wrap up, is there anything that either either of you would like to to say as far as this, you know, these two upcoming webinars that we haven't covered? And I think it's a good opportunity for, you know, everybody who joins us uh, to learn a little bit more about what we do and the products that we offer specifically the static management program and the Mendatronics line that, that we're going to be covering. And, you know, we're, we're going to be open for questions. So, uh, you know, we're in any questions that come about, Nina and I'll be ready, but uh, we're looking forward to it. And we appreciate you all uh, setting up the platform for us, Paul. I think this is going to be uh, very informative and, and, and hopefully we can impart some knowledge. Good. Yeah, really, our goal is to bring new ideas and information to our customers and to help make their production and ESD areas better. And that's kind of what this is about. So we're really excited to do that and to be partnering with EIS. Good. Well, again, the two upcoming webinars uh, are on Wednesday, June 16th, uh, one for Mexico and one for the U.S. Uh, Mexico session starts at 10 a.m. Pacific and the U.S. session starts at 1 p.m. Pacific. Henry and Nina, thanks again for joining on this call. Uh, we really appreciate the insight you know, we're, we're looking forward to it. So this pretty much concludes this edition of the EIS Connect podcast. Uh, thanks so much for listening and uh, please remember to sign up for the webinars. Thank you so thanks, much. Paul. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for listening to EIS Connect. Please check us out on the web at eis-inc.com where we have more resources of information. And if you heard about any solutions during our podcast and would like to reach out to us, you can find contact info on our website as well.